Oh, <laughs> we ready? Here we go. Because we don't see your face <laughs> for safety reasons. Oh, Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Monkey Knife Punch podcast, where we'll be talking about TVs, movies, and pop culture stuff. So, um, Keith, I haven't seen you for 20 minutes. How are you doing? I'm fine. How, how are you? Did I'm you, all right. Did you, did you eat? I ate, yes. I had. Did you, re um, did you recharge? I recharged, yes. I recharged and discharged. Um, <laughs> Definitely need a good discharge. Um, <laughs> Nige, how you doing? I haven't seen you in 20 minutes too. Yeah, I know. Uh, I managed to actually uh, cut the grass in my garden. In that time? Yeah. Wow. It's not a big garden, awesome. is it? Very productive. <laughs> very, very like. productive. Uh, just a quick one. Thanks for the love, Chuck. So, yeah, it's... it's uh, Yes, um, yeah, YouTube is goof, goofing about um, on, on, on bits. So we've got some we've got some nice news for you and uh, some good bits this week. So without further ado, it's time to get into the movie news. Right. Idris Elba has revealed that September is the start of the start for Luther's movies filming. And it's been a long time coming. Oh, fucking man. years um, I, it's actually yeah, happening it's, it's actually happening in september i'm really grateful because i i desperately to see it so the long-awaited adaptation of go on go on you read the story yeah i'll shut up <laughs> long-awaited adapta uh, adaptation of the popular bbc series luther is gearing up september production of uh, september production start the actor and executive producer Idris Elba has revealed, speaking to Variety on Friday, Idris, um, Idris Elba said, we're going to production, fingers crossed, in September. I'm excited about it. It's been a long time coming. Um, we're very close to putting the green light on this production, Elba added. I'm, Luther's a great TV show. Um, I enjoyed the hell out of it. There's some, some great bits in there. The one that sticks out for me is when you're the two lunatics that were playing a game, the twins, um, and the bit with the petrol station, that felt a that little. Was, uh, that little was real. incredible TV. That was yeah. the, the, the the the. I mean, and he went from playing that part to playing relatively good guys in a couple of other shows. There was a cop show where he was a good guy, and it, he he's a very talented actor because the way he just transformed himself. I didn't see that psychotic nutcase that was in Luther. But the thing is, right? I love Luther. But how are they going to do it? Because Luther works best when he's alongside what's a face, and Alice. the two of them, Alice. And the thing is, well, unless Alice is going to do a Sherlock and come back from the dead, Alice is well, 
dead. I can't remember Alison being dead. Alice died at the end. She killed herself, didn't she? She she committed suicide in order to fuck over Luther. And then Luther gets arrested and dragged off. But Alice died at the end. I thought she escaped when they had all the, the ambulances around at the end. No, Alice. I'm going to fucking watch it now. Oh, man. Oh, dude, it would be a good rewatch, actually. It would be a very good rewatch. Um if we can, uh, if we can do that, because that's that was a still a good series. I have to figure out. Well, I don't know. We don't know. Well, she Maybe. fell. She fell from the scaffolding, right? Because I mean, Alice has died twice, um, <laughs> but she fell from the scaffolding, and she did it deliberately uh, to fuck with Luther, and and then Luther was arrested, and that's how it ended. And I thought, well, okay, if that's where you're going to end the show, it kind of works because Luther was never going to really get the happy ending. But if they're going to make the movie. Luther kind of has to get a happy ending. Um, but yeah. it's not going to be a copper. He's not going to be walking around going, oh, I'm Luther. Um, because he's going to be banged up, isn't he? Mm, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe. This is what, maybe this is the twist, yeah? The twist is that she didn't die. He gets to court and he says, there's no body. How can get done for murder? And that's how he gets off. That could be the opening, and then it's like shit. Alice is out in the world, and then she's playing games with him. That might be the way they do it, which would be cool. It's going to be interesting um, where and how they take this forward. Um, I kind of liked the way it ended, where he the the first time that they thought of were going to end it, and then they kind of brought it back with Alice being dead, where he threw the jacket off the bridge. Um, I didn't like the the fourth season, but the fifth season was considerably better. Um, but the ending left me a bit of like, you need to not finish it there because it doesn't feel like mm. the ending. The third season but felt like an ending. On, they were planning on a film before they finished the season off. Yes, and it's I just know. been in production hell as far as we've known all that time. So, well, I'm glad that this is coming because it, it we we need it. We need we need we need some more Lufa. Do sure Lufa. Right, night. <laughs> When it comes to Luther, the big question is, is he going to eat enough jerked chicken and have black friends? So, according to the BBC's diversity head, I hope to God they don't have any say in it. I really don't, because I just want Luther to be like it was when we left it. Trust me when I tell you this, the BBC is going to be is, is now gasping to save its life, let alone being cared about people eating jerked chicken. And so far as I'm concerned, the BBC can die. 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 Yes, me too. BBC. And and do you know what? Um, uh, as, that aside, um, my wife and I, uh, we we've got um, in our town, we've got a place where we can get jerk chicken, and according to the BBC, I'm not allowed to eat that. And no, 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 she. you're black if you eat it. The thing is, I no, like jerk I'm, chicken. I'm, I'm, I'm chicken. culturally appropriation or whatever. Both One of, of the things. I, have you ever had jerk chicken? I mean, it's spicy as shit, but I love oh, no, it. She has a spice one. I have it without the spice on it. But it's still just Nando's. Just get Nando's all the way. Oh, it's it. a bit different. It's Nando's. I think I might have According Nando's for dinner. BBC, I'm, I'm, not allowed to, I'm not allowed to have it. Wow. Well, it's... We'll have to but wait and see, I, see if anything comes out on the plot and what, or what, anything, really. Yeah, one yeah, of the things I used to love, I used to get jerk chicken from um, Notting Hill. It's one of the best things about going to Notting Hill was 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 fresh jerk chicken. That and of course all the carnival stuff. But of course, 
I never went there because I was scared of the stabbings. I had more <laughs> stabbings during the carnival than any other time of year. It's like when the gangs decided to, you know, get revenge. Anyway, um, I'm looking forward to it. I really want it to come back. I think it was sort of a great TV series. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. It's fantastic. Uh, Idris Elba is great in it. Um, and uh, I think that it's it's one of those 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 TV gems. So let's move on. You're listening to the Monkey Nut Punch Podcast. Well, I think this has already happened, but it was in my newsfeed. Dave Filoni has been promoted to executive creative director at Lucasfilm. I think uh, I think maybe we should have a little round of applause for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of all the people there, when it comes to the Star Wars lore and keeping it there, it's it's, it's him or George Lucas. I can't think of anyone else in, in there that that likes it. Now, Dave Filoni's done some and said some stupid things over the years. Um, but uh, we want to congratulate Dave Filoni. Uh, congratulations are due to Dave Filoni for uh, for his promotion to new role of creative director uh, of Lucasfilm, joining John Cronall and Doug Chan in the new position. Um, it's the specifics are unclear, but it would appear to be he's the man behind Clone, uh, the, uh, Clone Wars, the Rebels, Resistance, Bad Batch, and the Mandalorian, the Book of Boba Fett, and other treasures yet unrevealed and will be overseeing the creative side of the Star Wars saga, which is needed. You need someone who's going to be the, the law keeper. Um, I, I know that, um, what was it, Thomas, Thomas Tolkien, or his name was? The guy who looked yeah. after uh, Tolkien's Lord of the estate, Rings. Lord of the Rings. And um, he didn't like the Peter Jackson, Peter Jackson one, but having someone overse- oversee it to make sure that it kind of does match those things. It's not a bad thing, I don't think. It wasn't that he didn't like the Peter Jackson. He didn't like some of the changes that were made um, because obviously things happen out of sync of the books and there were things that he didn't understand why they cut out, like Tom Bombadil and a few other things. But um, he's passed away, so Lord of the Rings is now shagged. Um, And Mm. um, don't expect this Amazon series to be good. Just seriously, everything I'm hearing, don't expect it to be good. Um, Yeah. It might be a good car crash uh, TV show to watch, though. Could be. Just watch it for... Um, what the, what the... Yeah, I think Dave be... Filoni, despite him saying some stupid stuff, um, it's... it's He is by far... He made, like, the Clone Wars, Rebels, and everything else. There were certain things in the Rebels, Clone Wars, which were really, really good. Um, that final season of Clone Wars is an absolute masterpiece. Um, it is absolutely the way Disney should have made Star Wars from the offset. Um, what he's done in The Mandalorian, season two of The Mandalorian had really good moments in it. Um, I enjoyed the second season of The Mandalorian, except the spider episode, but that's because I can't do spiders and I'm a great big pussy when it comes to spiders, but um, I... He, he knows how to please the fans without giving too much. Um, you know, he still serves the story, um, but he knows when it's time to do something for the fans and when it isn't time to do something, something no one else at Disney gets. The fact that they've now, by the looks of it, got somebody there that is going to oversee the whole damn thing, it's a good sign. It, he just can't... You... you 
it's going to be interesting because I don't know who made this appointment, whether it was Kennedy herself or somebody above her. Um, but that that is a good start. It is a good start. Yeah, you've heard I, the Rangers. The Rangers series that they've announced is dead. Yeah, I think they. Yeah. I think they went back to Gina Carano and she went. No, why would why would I want anything to do with you guys? Um, so I, I don't blame her for that. Uh, yep, Dave Filoni is. Um, you'd expect him to talk with a gruffer voice when you when you see him wearing his cowboy hat constantly, um, but he's got squeaky, squeaky <laughs> effeminate voice. Um, he's. Um, yeah, he. Uh, I think he's. As I said, I think he's the one who kind of understands it. He in, he kind of twists the law a bit in places, uh, but it's more acceptable than something like what Ryan Johnson did with his his bastard film that he made. And hopefully, I think that they they're wanting Star Wars to be the new Marvel. I think Marvel is due a massive crash. I think um, Shang Chi um, is not getting shown in China. So all that Chinese pandering that they were doing in it, but gone down the toilet. Um, and the same with the Eternals. They don't want gay superheroes because Chinese have different sensibilities to us. We're a bit it, more conservative, should we say? It, without going down the Chinese political thing, I'm not going down that, that, that road. But I will say this. For a company that is supposedly as woke as they are, Disney pandering to china who rightfully or wrongfully has been accused of certain things just shows that disney do not give a shit about this wokeness and that's what pisses me off it's fake because yep. if it was real they would not be giving a shit about china they wouldn't no offense well uh, yeah and the other thing too is the chinese market likes american things made for america in yes, their market they, do. they don't want american making chinese just, things you don't go to a chinese restaurant for an american hamburger yeah, no although i would say that some of the best burgers i've ever had are in korean restaurants it's <laughs> absolutely true um and you know and what's his face and and kim jong-un uh not un, kim jong-il how are you know he was a massive fucking elvis I couldn't Forgot resist. That. Yeah, no, it's perfect. Do you know he was a massive Elvis fan and once put on an Elvis concert where he got on stage dressed as Elvis? It's absolutely true. There's pictures of this on the internet. You know, the man who hates the West and I will destroy you. Uh, it's massive Elvis fan. Absolutely he was, true. He was a absolutely huge true. cinephile too. He loved yeah. cinema. I wonder what he thought of Team America. <laughs> Really, because he, he probably watched it. He probably um, watched it. He couldn't so resist. It was like, they were just like, no, don't let him watch it. He, he's asked, don't let him watch it. Hunt for the Red October was on it earlier, and I can't say Alec Baldwin's name properly now. It's always, ah, Alec Baldwin. <laughs> every time. Every time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I Hopefully, it'll, it'll make a difference. Hopefully, they'll... They'll, they'll they'll put together a plan like in phases with the the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which worked initially. Um, uh, but I think that I think the budget restrictions help films because hmm. when you look back at certain films and they had restrictions on how much money they could spend on it, it, it worked. Um, for example, I watched Terminator Dark Fate, and that looked cheap as f fuck considering how much it cost. 
considering the, the budget, if you look at the budget on it, I can't remember what the budget was, it's definitely over 100 million. Um, the, the, the Terminator effects, crap. They're better in T3 and they're better in Salvation. And those films are much, much older. Um, but, but, but going aside, um, Nige, do you have anything to say on it? No. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Hi, this is Nigel, and I'm talking in my lovely narrator's voice. Bask in its loveliness. But don't bask for too long. We need your help. Come to YouTube and watch our videos for the love of God. Well, send Keith round to your next barbecue and he'll eat all your food. Tosty! You have been warned. Tosty! Just before we get Indiana. into this story. Hang on. Right, hang on a second. Before we get Indiana. into this story. Right, no, 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 you don't get to speak. They've muted each other, and this is great. Right, it goes like this Indiana Jones will be reportedly taking place in space. Right, okay. So, Indiana Jones, right, Indiana Jones 5. It's now uh, it's now been report uh, it's now been reported that Indian uh, filming that oh fuck I've lost the ability to do it it will launch over Indian Jones is going to take place during the space race the civil rights thing all of that stuff yeah and there's a chance that it's going to take place in space I think they're going to be Nazis on the moon <laughs> I think it's going to be Iron Cross or whatever we've it was seen, finished we've film seen that Nazis on on the moon we've seen that we've seen fucking we've seen Hitler that. riding got, a they also did they also did zombie flying sharks too. Which is fucking yes. awesome idea. Conceptually, that's brilliant. That's mind blowing. But Indiana Jones five in space. Um, in yeah, space. Space, <laughs> space, space. I don't want this to happen. I, I really I, don't want this to happen. I'm not entirely sure that that this is true. Maybe it's somebody putting this out. But seriously, after the fucking backlash of the Crystal Skull. You would think, let's go back to, you know, going down in tombs and stuff. Not, not you know, messing around with aliens and space again. How, uh, hanging around the era of the space race, yes, it's interesting. You've got to move Indiana Jones along. So, yeah, the Nazis aren't going to be the bad guys. The Russians are going to be the bad guys. That makes sense. Um, but, no... I'm sorry if this is absolutely true. It's going to crash, burn, and go. Yeah. And seriously, seriously, don't don't put Harrison Ford in a cockpit because he'll land it on Mars instead of the moon. <laughs> he'll land it on the first. He'll land it where they were playing golf on the moon. He'll find. He'll find that. He'll find that golf course on the moon. He will. He will. He will you find that golf course on the moon and plow it straight into that. I guess no time. <laughs> Well, this, this this is it. Carry on, indie would be better. I would prefer yeah. carry on, indie. I think. And, get, um, and babs. <laughs> love you, babs. Um, <laughs> it's, oh dear. It's, yeah, no. it, it's insane. I don't know. I don't know what they're thinking. Uh, I've got a feeling that you're not. Russians aren't going to be the bad guys. It's going to be uh, the KKK and the Republicans going to be the bad guys even though if you know history it's the kkk and the democrats which are the bad guys in that period of time um i think they're going to do that i think they're going to i think it's going to be chocked full of political bollocks well it, it um, could uh, be um could be nazis again uh they've got some remnants from 
the there were supposed to be two Nazi scientists, and I think they were supposed to. Um, one of them was supposed to be played what? by Mad Mickelson, if I remember correctly. It's not entirely out of the plausibility because let's face it, technically Nazis put the Americans on the moon. Yes, Operation like, Paperclip. Kind of did. Um, um, so, um, you know, they, the Americans would never have got to the moon without the V-12 um, rocket scientists. Which landed, which landed on London. Thanks, Germany. Yep. Really appreciate Cheers. Um, so I can, if it's around the space race, Nazis and Russians, I, I can see it. But don't put it in space. Don't have Indy going into space. No. Just No. He should be getting down and dirty with a with a uh, yeah um you know little Chinese kid from somewhere. <laughs> that <laughs> sounds so wrong. You down need to and dirty little Chinese boy. <laughs> I know it was meant to. <laughs> if he like Hollywood is, yeah, so he would have he, fi- he finds himself on a rocket on the moon, and then turns that? out there's a temple on the moon that he needs to dive in. There you I go. think. I think what it is is. He he's he's running away from the from the Russians and he climbs into what he thinks is a refrigerator. Turns out it's a compartment on the side of a space shuttle, and then gets launched up into space. Oh, actually, Brett has brought up a very uh, interesting uh, take. Uh, Wolfenstein's story would have been better. Nazis find black magic. Um, do you know uh, there might be maybe they're going down the alternate universe route where Nazis weren't eradicated and, well, they, uh, they, they weren't they were they were integrated into american society that the yeah, operation no, paperclip and the moon is absolutely ones. true and and some of the stuff that came out about what's his face um what, at the, to, yeah von brown and some of the stuff that he he did i mean i know the whole um for all mankind was being a bit sort of political but some of the stuff that they covered in that it's absolutely true um so they weren't eradicated and if if it is going to be set in this area it, it they existed they were yeah. living in america in, well, in middle I, america I, I think it's as i said republicans and kkk are going to be thrown in there too oh, i don't know I, that's what's gonna I, that's what's gonna be all I, right i'm I'm not really. I'm looking for far more That's forward me. to the Uncharted movie than I am this. I'll be honest. Yeah, this is this is the death of Indiana Jones. Um, that is the truth. This is going to be the death of Indiana Jones. That's what she call it: the death of Indiana Jones. Um, but having him end if you're, if you're going to do it right, it'll be him crashing a plane in something. <laughs> let's move on. Uh, a word's too much for you. Then you should follow us on Instagram. Put pretty pictures out. Thanks. Henry Cavill. Board, uh, Henry Cavill boards John Wick directors Chad Highlander reboot. I can't say his name. Um, I like Highlander, the first one and the third one. Um, mm. I like the third one because if you were going to do a sequel to Highlander, that's the best way of doing it. That You missed one because he was buried in the side of a mine in China. Um that was, I really enjoyed it. And the, the thing I remember most about it is probably the soundtrack. Queen did such a fantastic soundtrack for that. It was, it was amazing. I mean, properly amazing. And uh, I, I can, I can, I can remember the soundtrack more than ever. He's like, I know who wants to live forever. Is a kind of magic. Yeah. Oh, dude, just mm, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant bits of music. So they'd have to, 
if you're going to do a Highlander, you're going to have to get hold of someone. And the only other band that I know that have done a movie soundtrack as good as the Highlander one is Daft Punk for Tron Legacy. Yes. The only one, the only band that I've gone, nailed it. I'm trying to think of a band that could fill it that gap that Queen could, apart from maybe Queen. Um, but they, yeah. but it's going to be Queen and plus that 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 young fellow who's, who's doing the singing and Brian May if they can tear him away from his uh, his his, his uh, astrophysics. But Henry Cavill as a Highlander, that could be good. I'm just a little worried it, because again comes down to pop up things. It could work. Um, it could work. Well, apparently uh, Cavill has got Scottish roots. He's only found that out recently as he's been doing yeah. his heritage. So, yeah, like all good actors, he's researching his role, so mm. he can he can he can put it into the yeah. um put it into no. the film, which is good. He, he was very good in The Witcher, and he had to have a big double-handed sword. Highlander, similar, big two-handed sword, swinging it about. At least you know that bit's going to be fairly convincing because he knows his way around swinging a big sword, and that's not a euphemism. So, you know, Cavill, he's, he's all right, isn't he? He's not, he's not a bad actor, and you know he's going to go all in, and he's, he's a bit of a nerd, and that's brilliant. Yeah. The, the he, question is, is who's going to play the Kurgan, who's the mm. bad guy in the original film? Yeah, oh, Tom, he was. Um, Tom Clancy. Clancy Brown, sorry. Tom Clancy, the writer, played the Kurgan. Clancy Brown played the Gurgan, who's Zim in uh, um, Starship Troopers, if you need to remember. Um, he was great. Um, I think the, the sword that I was listening to someone talk about the sword play, the sword play came across as very theatrical rather than, than, than actual sword play. So it's stuff that you do in a theater rather than you do in front of a camera like swords and the swashbuckling kind of things mm. um perhaps to put down and said that he said that the batista might make a good bad guy in it I'm not, too, I'm not too sure i kind of like him a bit too much for him to be the bad guy he could be one of the people who gets the red scarf no he's retiring batista is he no oh. he's not retiring he he is he really? is uh he he didn't think he was young enough to play do you think it's just Guardians um, Galaxies retiring? Yeah, that was well. I think there's a lot gone on there, and I think I think he's one of these people that's getting a bit pissed off with the the current stages of Hollywood, and he's a bit like fuck off Disney, basically. Yeah, he, he wants he um, wants he's like a, it's a, like a proper actor who wants his characters with a fucking depth into it. But having <laughs> having watched him in a film we're about to review later on, um, he's still got it. I love Dave Batista. Dave Batista is a nice guy. That's the problem. You're right. He did play a bad guy in Bond, though, and that was pretty brutal. That fight mm. they had with Bond in Spectre was probably the best thing about Spectre. Um, and um, I know I like Dave Batista. That's the thing I really do. <laughs> I genuinely well, like him. I'd love to meet I would like to see Japanese Samurai as the other bad guy. Yes. Because that yes. would work. Because you've got the sword aspect of it. Mm. Yeah, someone who really yes. knows their swords and knows their fighting and stuff. Sorry, Nigel. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that that would be cool. A bit like um, the uh, Adam character in Heroes, where the myth about it wasn't his name wasn't Adam. The myth was about something else. Tall down the generations. Turned out it's just some English uh, American bloke uh, called Adam. It was written about, but the mythology is there for that. 
Yeah, I saw that one. <laughs> the yeah. Undertaker. Oh, yeah, the Undertaker's come out for a time. Should be coming out for a time. Oh, um, only, I think WWF will be the same, or WWE will be the same without him. Um, he gets knocked down, and he and he sits up hmm. in his in his uh, uh, trademark fashion. Um, I don't know. I'd like to see some clips. I'm, I'm eager to see some clips. I do well, haven't, like you. I do really like these films. It's in pre-production. I liked the the, the Highlander one was good. Um, the third one was was okay. Uh, the second one, no one talked about the second one. It was the first one sticks in my mind. The other two, not so much. Yeah. See, the third one was a great one because it was he thought he was mortal when he got in a car accident and his wife died and he lived on. Um, because there was still one left out because he was buried. I think I think I'd like to go down the samurai route, or even a Mongol. Yeah. Mongol would do. <laughs> Seriously, Genghis Khan. Imagine Genghis Khan. <laughs> You got that Mongolian bastards. You know that my city wall. So I, I'm gonna resist. I'll revert back to South Park again. Okay, all right. <laughs> all right, let's, let's 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 move on to our next one. Hi, we've also got a Facebook page. Why don't you pop over there? And give us a like. You can also watch the live streams on there. Thanks. You, you right. want a city chicken? <sighs> all right. Okay. I pulled this one up because we talked about it last week. Last time, I think we did it, and um. Mortal Kombat, uh, Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat star Lude Ling criticizes Amazon's upcoming Lord of the Rings series for its apparent lack of any character that looks Asian. <sighs> right, hang on. Uh, right, hold on. Just, just bear with me a second. Um, that's. Uh, I need to solo myself for this one. Um, right, okay. It goes like this: um, Lord of the Rings mythology is based in England. Because our mythology was wiped out by the French. One of the reasons we don't like them. And being English, don't have very many Asian people there. And on that note, we will continue. <laughs> well, especially in the age that they're sort of sort of based around. I'll, as well. I'll be honest with you, it's gonna be if you're gonna get people, you're gonna get Scandinavians, Arabic people, uh, and black people from uh, from North Africa. That's it. That's the range of people you're gonna get. Yeah. Yeah, everything everything else is a bit. You're not going to get Aborigines. You're not going to get Indians, as in American Indians. Um, Here's the thing, right? And I'm saying this: not every program can be diverse, because some programs are set about history, and whether you like this or not, a thousand years ago, there weren't many black people living in England. There were certainly no freaking Chinese people living in England, and you're going to have to get over this. You're going to have to get over this. Gay actors can play straight people. Straight actors can play gay people. This is all that thing. This is absolutely fucking batshit crazy. Fuck off with this bullshit. It is it's crazy. He's talking about diversity. People are playing orcs. People are playing elves, dwarves, humans. I think there's even probably two different types of elves in there. You yeah. know, and then you've got the human. Um, but they're all, yeah, like you say, it was written by Tolkien, who in his day, um, it, in that day, there was the, the, the population just wasn't that diverse. No, it, it at wasn't. At that time. And I, so I, I, if it, they weren't sticking to the source material in their series and stuff, uh, as like they did with the film, um, we'd all be pissed off because they're not stuck with the source material. 
everyone would be. It's like, oh, what yeah. made Lord of the Rings good and the films was they stuck with the uh, source material. Why are they changing it? He, he, and well. Right, it's going to be I, a half billion dollar disaster. Okay, I'm just going to say that. No, no, it's going to be. But I watched something earlier that just. Well, I watched the the the, uh, the latest David Copperfield film with David uh, with Dev Patel, right? And I love Dev Patel. I love I love the guy. I I think he I've loved him in most of the films he's in, right? But it was one of these films that's taking the current and it had Peter Capaldi in it, and and Peter Capaldi was brilliant in it as the as the down and out McQuabia character, um, and. I mean, I like the story of David Copperfield. I know it well because it's a semi-self-autobiography of Charles Dickens. But the thing about it was that you had you had David Copperfield's friend that goes off with with with, with the, the the young girl from the from the the village that he came from, and the mother was black, as you can get, and the son was white. And I'm sorry. I know what you're trying to do, but it doesn't work. You, you've got to. It just, it just doesn't right. work. Okay. All right. So, so I'm going to make an argument for and against it at the same time. All right. So the argument Please. for it is: Did they get the best people for the job? There's a chance. If this she... was done in, if this was done in the 2000s, I imagine these people would be the best people for the job. Yep. But with the encroachment of this weird political correctness. I imagine it's just done for diversity's sake. I will say this: the mother plays. The mother was snooty, and she is in the book. And she plays, and it's it's the she's an you'll know her face. She's an English black actress, but she does snooty unbelievably well. She was the one that was in Luther that that screws him over. Um, yeah, yes. that tries to get him screwed over. Right, that that's that's who she was. And then you've got like the 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 the, the I can't remember all the names, but um. Uh, it, it just took me out of it. And it's a shame because I love Dev Patel and, and we had Dev Patel playing David Copperfield and yet his mum was white. I, you know, and, and okay. Um, but uh, I don't know. It just, it, but it, I don't know why. And maybe it shouldn't bother me. Maybe I All shouldn't right. see color, but it That's, kind of takes it out of you. But it, Peter Cowdy was brilliant in it. It's because we've been. It's because the the, the current climate has tra trained us to look at these things in. in a yes, and I think that's the problem. I think anyway, that's part of the problem. Let's move on to what I'm going to refer to as the ginger apocalypse. HBO announced new animated Superman series with race swapped Jimmy Olsen again. That's what Why he's is done. It that we race swapped the ginger characters. This is the ginger apocalypse. So, looking at the image, um, I'll be honest with you, Jimmy Olsen's the least of my worries here. Yeah, we've got Superman here, Clark Kent. For the people listening on the podcast, um, he's looking very anime blushed. I think is the best way of describing it. And then you've got Lois, yeah, and Lois is looking Latina. like a boy. The only thing that the what? only feminine trait that she's got is an earring and a high shoulder. And Apart she's from also that, like... she does not look very womanly at all. It's uh, and, and we know it's a problem because we, the name of it is um, My Adventures with Superman. Um, that's the name of the TV series. I'm um, considering that they got. They got the TV series of um, 
Superman Lois, or whatever it is, the latest one. They Lois and Clark. Right. No, yeah, it's, no, it's, it's the latest one. Yeah, it's called Lois and Clark. Called Lois and Clark. I think it is, or Lois and Superman, something like that. Look, Superman but whatever it is, Superman and Lois, that's it. Um, and it's brilliant, by the way. It, so far, it's been brilliant. It's been really, really good. Re re yeah, really, it's... genuinely quite good. <laughs> I might, yeah, and, and, and it's just they've done this cartoon, and I have no idea what they were thinking when they were doing the cartoon because it's uh, right. Why, why? This is the thing. I know what I know what I know this answer, yeah, but <sighs> they can't draw women looking like women. It drives me crazy, yeah. The only time I've seen a woman look like a woman is on Pokemon Go recently, yeah, where they have that womanly shape that only women have but it, apparently we can't have i don't i don't get this they're, they're going to put themselves out of business sooner or later they're slowly getting replaced uh anime and manga are, are hitting the top of the comic book charts because they draw things right you've got people how can i put it um throwing their own works under the bus in regards to, to characters and stuff um <laughs> right <laughs> I agree with you. Okay, right. I'm gonna just we're just gonna quick put a quick bump in there um, because this is more ginger apocalypse. Well, well, well. All right. So I stopped watching the Flash TV series a while back. Uh, ever since it became the Iris West TV show, um, and that's what put me that. just, She should have she should have killed. They should have killed her off because um, she's terrible. They've they've ruined the character, the actress. I don't I don't know. It's not it's it's not even that, Gareth. The whole thing since they screwed over what's his face the way they did. I can't watch any of them. So I don't even think Legends of Tomorrow is any good anymore. I, I haven't it, watched any of them. I haven't watched yeah. any of them for for ages. But the long and the short yeah. of it is in the Flash show, which is I think it's probably wise to say that it's winding down. They're introducing Bart Allen. I think Bart Allen's called Impulse. Yeah. Yeah. This is what Bart Allen looks like, okay, in the comics, yeah? Looks like a kid that's probably got ADHD because of his speed and whatnot, yeah? <laughs> Are you ready to see what Bart Allen looks like in the CW show? I've already seen it. Go okay, on. Okay, brace yourself. <sighs> <laughs> who, who thought that was a good picture to print? Again, for the guys listening in the podcast, um, right, nothing against the actor, um, but the actor should have turned around and went, No, I'm not using that picture, that ain't very flattering. Um, you have got a kid, uh, and he looks he looks like he's from Shark Girl and Monster Boy, or whatever it was. Do you remember that? That that yeah. that that film, it looks terrible. Um, another ginger wiped from the face of pop culture. This is the ginger apocalypse, mate. It's not good. So, the only ginger on the planet are any minority. Oh, sorry, on this call. Right, how do you feel about the ginger apocalypse? We're diverse. <laughs> how do you feel about the ginger apocalypse happening? Well, it's to, to be expected, isn't it, really? Yeah, diversity well, isn't really diversity. It's the absence of ginger people. Now, yeah, I, I can understand why certain people are upset over gingerness, but gingivitis is a terrible uh, cause of tooth decay, which needs to be bowed. But removing ginger people doesn't remove gingivitis. Absolutely okay. not. There's a new Sherlock Holmes film coming. It's called The Red-Headed League, and they've replaced all of them with Indian people. <laughs> 
Okay. Um, let's move into our reviews. Right. First on the board, I watched Mortal Kombat this week. Mortal Kombat! And I loved it. Yeah. It sagged a bit in the middle. I'll be honest with you. It sagged yeah. a bit in the middle. Um, and there's some bits and some criticism of the film that I, I think uh, are just dumb. Um, uh, it could have been better, yeah. But if you put it on the balance sheets of pros and cons, it had a lot more pros than it did cons. Uh, the biggest con probably is the Cole character. Um, but, but that was all right. One of the other cons was um, the beginning bit where Jax goes to face off against Sub-Zero on his own. Yeah. And the criticism is, why would you do some idiot, a guy called Phil Mento, yeah? He turns around and goes, why would you do this? Well, it goes like this, yeah? You've got Cole and his family in the car. You have a supernatural, superhuman guy who can control ice, yeah? And he's not going to stop until he's got someone, yeah? So the long and the short of it is, Jax was being a hero. He was going to save the guy and his family and hopefully, you know, get some 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 goodness going. Um but it was, oh, man, it was, uh, it was, it was good. I really liked it. Um, I'm not going to let you speak, and then I'll, I'll, I'll add my bits in because the the first fight, which they put on YouTube, was a bloody mistake. Um, the first fight for uh, Scorpion and Sub Zero, where they're fighting back in feudal Japan, and it's great because Sub Zero turns up and he's Chinese, so he's chatting to uh, thing in Chinese, Scorpion in Chinese, and he's like. I have no idea what you're saying. Well, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. And then he talks back to him in Japanese. Oh, like, that was a great little touch. Yeah. Because it showed, showed him that he was Chinese and he was Japanese and he kind of learned that, the, you know, the language and all that. I love that. That was great. I think one of the things that I suppose one of my cons of the film is to get anything really out of this film, you have to have known the lore of the game to a certain extent. They, they, they don't, to, I don't think, I don't think it world builds as much. I don't think you needed to. I don't know. I disagree. I think you had to know who these characters were to appreciate it. There were certain characters that didn't really get any kind of explanation. Um, and, uh, and, and stuff. And I think it could have done a slightly better job of world building explaining the different realms and things like that um but look that first fight is awesome um it really is really cool and it lasts a while and then yeah i, I had the same criticism going up against sub-zero why would you go up him against alone but i knew enough about the game to go hang on he's got to lose his arms um which of course he does he doesn't um, lose his arms in these in the games he hasn't replaced so he's a better fighter in the games yeah well i remember him having metal arms and um i i i think it's i don't think it's it 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 it, it, it it, it kind of you had to have known the characters, I think, to get anything out of the film, and I don't think it did a very good job of world build, building. But it doesn't mean I didn't love the film. I, I I enjoyed the film an awful lot because it 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 didn't give a shit about current political climates and just was two hours of stupid dumb fun. It's very much a fast food film, very much a fast food film. But I loved it. Um, I loved the fight scenes. I loved when Scorpion comes back at the end. Um, that, that that was bit, really fucking right. cool, and when uh, they fucking I love hand that. it, to, yeah, I love that. The reason the reason I love that is that 
you set up in the beginning that um, Scorpion was going to come back because his body disappeared. Yeah, so you knew he was going to come back at one point, and they probably left out a bit the fact that they made a deal with an evil sorcerer at the same time in order to get yeah. out of hell. Um, but you knew he was going to come back, and when they had picked off all of them, and Sub Zero was the bad guy, he was the one that they needed to take down. If they couldn't take down Sub Zero, they couldn't win. Yeah, and then when he goes to fight Cole at the end in the frozen uh, arena where he lost at the beginning, and he's fighting him, and all of a sudden the chain comes out, hits him, and he goes, "Come here!" and it plays the Mortal Kombat t- the, the Mortal Kombat music just ever so slightly. Yeah. I'm like, "Oh yes!" And even if you hadn't have watched it, you would have understood that those two had a rivalry, and something was going to mm. happen. And you knew that something yep. was going to happen. He was going to come back and whatnot. And, and I like that. Um, Shang Tsung was great in it. Um, Street Fighter Assassin's Fist is better. I haven't seen that. So, um, But I, I, I loved it. The, the, the matey fighting Goro at his house. He drops the barn on him to try and get past. That was that was pretty good. Um, and then he got like uh, Kano. Kano, when he takes out um, uh, Reptile, that was great. And... Um, it was just, he was just yes. like obnoxiously funny. I, I enjoyed him. Yep. It's it's a good movie. It's 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 two hours of of stupid fun. Um, and as long as you go in with that 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 kind of um, you know mindset, you'll enjoy it. It was it was okay. It's cheesy at times, but that's what it's meant to be. Yeah, yeah, I did. I thought. The, the, the fights were great. I loved. I was annoyed that the Kung Lao got killed. I got pissed off about that. That annoyed me because I like the Kung Lao character. The guy who played Liu Kang, though he said the stupid thing about bloody Lord of the Rings, yes, he was pretty good in it. And the story of how he got his mark was pretty good. The fact that he killed a fucking paedophile to get it. Yeah, yeah. and that's like that's, uh, that's that's pretty. You know that that makes him a bit heroic in my eyes. Um. And Kung Lao and the fact that we Kung Lao took out the, the flying one, I can't remember her name. Um, and took the flying one out and actually was allowed to hit her, which was novel, which was like, oh, wow, I just did proper fights between people. That's amazing. Um, mm. that was that was enjoyable. Um, they seem to have set up for sequel, lots of stuff left back, lots of sequel bait. Um or maybe a replacement for, for Scorpion if they got it right, or Scorpion Sub Zero, uh, if they got that right. Um I enjoy it. It was it was well worth a watch. Yep, I agree with you. I agree okay. with you. Let's move on to the Army of the Dead. Brave enough to follow us on social media? Why don't you follow us on Twitter at Monkey Nut Punch? Thanks. Now, what I'm going to try and do is I'm going to try and do a cheeky because I watched Army of the Dead, and the problem with Army of the Dead was Army of the Dead was um, it was aliens. They took the beats from aliens and. Um, they put they popped it into a film. Uh, I'll see if I can just turn, turn the sound off of this because I've try, I want to try and bring up some clips from it. So I love Aliens. I've watched that film God knows how many times, uh, and I can recognise when when people are doing it. So they did the whole return to LV four two six or whatever it was. Um, Acheron, I think, is the, the proper name of the planet in Aliens, and they did that with it. Um, and they set up a few things here and there. And was Tignataro originally in the film or was he put in the film after? Don't know. 
Okay, because my brother says she was put in the film after. They did the film and then they put her in after and replaced the pilot, which was another character. So I don't know about that one. Um, yeah, it was... It, <laughs> It had that kind of heist vibe. You had the, the German fellow and the black guy who I loved. I wanted them both to survive because they, yeah. they they hated each other to start with. And yeah. then they grew to like each other. And then you had the bit. You had this bit where in the film they go to the um they go to the vault and he turns around and he says, That could be us. And he looks at the dead bodies that were trying to break into the vault. And that bit made me go, Oh, Oh, this could be a bit more interesting than than expected. Um, yeah, I'm trying to see if I can find it. So, but they didn't really go down that route at all. Um, it it yeah, I I found the daughter really annoying. Yeah, yeah, she was um, really annoying. I, she was. I love the opening to it. I love the opening to it. Like the first ten minutes and like the opening credits I, 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 are I really fun. Like I don't like Zack Snyder's opening montages. I just I, they, they just make me go and tense up. I just like it when it just flows. Um, I know what he's trying to do. He's trying to he's trying to set it up, trying to put a lot of atmosphere in there and, and, and a lot of stuff in there, so people have a good feeling for for what's going on. Um, but mm, it doesn't quite work. I like the fact that Baptiste wears glasses. Yes, that was something that I found really odd because. The kind of glasses gave him a like a sense of imperfection, if that made any sense. Makes sense. Yep. Yeah, yeah, does. he's not a perfect person. That's what he said to me, and it's like a very subtle way of doing it. I kind of appreciated that. Um, but when it got to the end, there's a bit where if I can find it, where they do they do the helicopter thing. So if you watch Aliens, yeah, there's a bit where Ripley goes back to rescue New, uh, and when she gets out the uh, the the dropship's gone and she thinks the android screwed her over and then the android comes back and picks her up and did exactly the same thing in this um i want to show it but i don't know how to get the thing working the way i want it to but i enjoyed it it was good um it was fun i think that uh i, I like Zack snyder when he's not copying comic books he yes. seems to do much better when he's not copying comic comic books he was copying aliens this time around oh fair enough it's, an, it's a very old film now. It's, for, it's 30, 34 years old. Cracky. 34 years old. And, you know, if you get a copy, copy from the greats. Um, it's it's good. I enjoyed it. I got annoyed when Matey at the end looked at his thing and went, oh, I'm fucking bit. And he was bit by one of the alphas. So he's kind of set up some sequel bait there. Um, Borsi's Mush Baptist, a great actor in it. Um, that was good to get the bad guy in it who was... Uh, it was pretty, pretty good. Um, and then you had the others in there. I, I loved it. It's, it's worth, worth watching, especially on Netflix, because um, it's not like it's uh, you're only going to play in pay in time. And if you don't like it, you can just switch it off the moment you don't like it. Um, it does, it does, it does do what Aliens does, where it keeps the cast alive right up until toward the end, and then everything breaks out and kills them all off, pretty much in one big hit. Um, and that was fantastic. I like that. Yeah, it was good the, when the army. Came in, it was pretty good. Um, the nuke at the end, that was uh, that was a bit insane. <laughs> right, hang on a second. I like the fact there was a reference to Donald Trump in there, where it's like kind of moved it up the day because it'll be it'll be cool. <laughs> I love that because it was just like okay, that's that's, that's very Trumpian. It's like oh, I was just, oh, fuck it, do early. 
And it's like, oh great, that's not what we needed. That um, was a yeah. I, I, I'm I'm I think that was a bit of a Trump reference, but uh, and we want to do it on, on Fourth of July because that would be unpatriotic <laughs> to nuke America. Yeah. On. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. let's move on to our uh, two stories just for, for the what the fuck. <laughs> right. Woman discovers husband has second family after seeing announcement in newspaper. A woman was, a woman was stunned, uh, a TikTok user, after she responded to a video asking for people to share how they found, share how they found out that their ex-spouse was cheating on them and it's pretty brutal. Um, uh, a woman spoken out about the, the savage way she discovered that her husband had been cheating on her and had another family. You always hear these stories of these people who've got like two families on the go at once. And how? How? Uh, TikToker, um, or what's her name, asked uh, fellow users to share how they found out their ex-passes were cheating, and one woman definitely delivered. Mum of four, who remained anonymous, claims that she found out the truth about her husband uh, infidelity after seeing a birthing announcement in the newspaper with his name listed as the dad. In the video that had been viewed more than 220,000 times, she declared, I, I, have a great, uh, I have a great story before, uh, uh, before going on how to explain uh, how a marriage for 10 years uh, allegedly ended. Um, while she was in the office, she spoke something suspicious in the newspaper that she was reading. Um, I'm not going to say anything there. <laughs> At the time, the newspaper, uh, the long short is he published his kid being born, and he caught. caught out. <laughs> oh my god! That just schoolboy, dude. Schoolboy. Bad enough with one wife. Why would I want two? Just, oh, you know, that's, just... that was probably not him doing the announcement. It was probably her side of things because. She, he probably t never told her that he was married already. And so she's gone and put the announcement in there going, tell all her mates. Yeah. And I always say to my wife, I don't, I, I'll never cheat on you. You'll know I never cheat because I can't, I can't, I can't be asked with nagging in stereo. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So the next one is this is, um, this is the funniest 911 call ever. I hope this is good. So here we go. Let me just make sure we've got sound on this. Tell me you can hear it, yeah? 911, what's your emergency? Yeah, uh, so I, I need a cleanup service and a doctor or whatever. Sir, are you injured? Uh, I think so, but I can't really tell what's left. What's left of what? My wife was in the bathroom, so I figured I'd just go in the sink and I slipped on my own piss, caught my dong in the sinkhole. I tried to pull myself up. And hit the dang switch and got the disposal turned on. Wait, what? I just ground up my own dick. Are you serious? I just ground up my own dick. Oh my god. The disposal has disposed my dick all over the walls. <laughs> Sir, help is on the way. Oh man, it's like a Tasmanian devil one buck wild on some spaghetti in here. <laughs> Sir, if you can unlock your door, the EMT will assist you. Oh man, it's like it's a beside from hell. Yeah, it's it's totally sir, sir. <laughs> right. That's that's. Please uh, tell me that was a. Please that's tell me that's got to be fake. That's got to be fake. Um, oh, it makes me grab my crotch. <laughs> oh 
And on that note, I think we're going to end it. Um, uh, thank you guys for sticking around. I'm just going to give us a round of applause. This is going on. Um, um, Keith, you can find Keith on 2K Drones every two weeks. And Nigel starting up a channel with um, silent gameplay or whatever you want to call it. Uh, AMSR Gaming. Uh, I'm going to... No I'm commentary gonna gameplay. I'm going to be putting out the odd video here and there. I put out an unboxing video this week, and I've got another one about theme tunes, which I'm planning on putting out next week. So Don't worry. He's post. written the theme tune. He's sung the theme tune. <laughs> Write the theme tune. This is, trust me, when you get to this one, you'll go, oh, my God, if I've done it right. It's something that amuses me. I hope it amuses you. And on that note, it's guys, say goodbye. 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 And we will catch you on the next podcast. Where's the ending one? That one there. I know, Keith, that you've put your dick in a hoover. <laughs> 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 <laughs>